200 episodes of the More Than Corporate podcast. Monday was episode 200. And if you haven't checked it out, my interview with Robert Foster, like he just blew my mind in so many ways. We connected on so many things that we have in common that I think he'll learn some really valuable lessons from. Speaking of lessons, 200 episodes. So in this episode, I want to dig into what I've learned, what I've gained, what I expected and didn't expect from the last 200 episodes of this show. My name is Amber Furman, and this is the More Than Corporate Podcast. Welcome to the More Than Corporate Podcast. I'm Amber Furman, recovering perfectionist and serial accomplisher. If you're anything like I used to be, you've been living your life thinking that if you accomplish enough stuff, you'll finally find the success you've always wanted. But what if it's not about accomplishing more stuff? What if it's about accomplishing the right stuff? I believe you don't find success. You create it by intentionally designing the life you want and having the courage to get out of your comfort zone to live your design. I went from doing what I was supposed to do to doing what I love to do, and now I get to help others do the same. Keep listening as I chat with inspiring people who make it their mission to live their best life every day and learn how you too can live the life you've always wanted. I'm live streaming this as always to the more than corporate community on Facebook. If you want to be a part of this conversation, if you want to hear these episodes before they release, if you want to be surrounded by a group of people who are on a mission to live the life that they've always wanted and want to help you do the same, head over to Facebook and join the success center community. We'd love to have you. And I'm looking forward to interacting with you there. All right, 200 episodes. So August of 2019, my first episode launched. A couple of months before that, I decided that I wanted to start a podcast. And the journey to this was really, really interesting for me. Many of you know that back in 2016, I had this midlife, early quarter life crisis, whatever you want to call it. I had lived my life so long under the idea that the six figure income was going to take away any of the trauma and hurt and pain and things that I didn't want to deal with. As soon as I had the law degree and the six figure income, life would be perfect. I got the law degree. I got the prestigious job. I was respected in my field. I had the six figure income and I sat there and I waited crickets, right? Yeah. That's what I heard when I waited to. I wondered when those magic fairies were going to come take away all of this pain and hurt and all the feelings that I didn't want to feel. And when I was going to be able to connect with people and when I was going to be able to let people in without constantly questioning how they were going to hurt me. When my model of the world shattered and I realized that this isn't the way life works. I didn't really know how life worked. And that led me to really having some anxiety, panic, and some severe, you know, emotions about just life in general and, and which way was up and what had I worked so hard for? And I had invested all this time. Why didn't it work out the way that I thought it did? I'm sure you guys can relate. I started going to therapy and somewhere along that journey about six months in, I admitted to my therapist that all I've ever wanted to be is successful. And I felt like such a failure. And she looked at me and she said, Amber, you have a six figure income. 
you have a law degree, you're the first person in your family to go to college. You live in Las Vegas, you're respected in your field, you support yourself. I could go on and on. What does success mean to you? He said, I'm 34 years old and nobody's ever asked me that question before. I didn't know it at the time, but that question would eventually start to define what I did with my podcast. At the time, I was just trying to answer it. I found neurolinguistics programming through a success boot camp. And in the middle of that, I really started to loosen the identity that I had created for myself as an attorney, which allowed me to step out and start to be willing to share my story through this podcast means. But the podcast wasn't the first method that I had chosen. I remember sitting in my office and I had received a um, letter from the state bar that somebody had filed a complaint. Now, before I go into this story, I knew that I had done nothing wrong. And eventually that was dismissed and they found out, they agreed that I did nothing wrong. But in that moment, when I got that letter, I kept going back to this worst case scenario. I kept going back to what am I going to do if I can't be an attorney? Like they're going to take my bar license away. I'm not going to be able to practice. What am I going to do? And I sat down and I remembered when I started therapy that my therapist had given me Brene Brown's power of vulnerability. I wrote down, I sat down and I started to just write and I wrote a blog post called, but did you die? And it was all about the worst case scenario, right? I was sitting in this cesspool of shit and emotions and worst case scenarios and anxiety over something that hadn't happened yet, probably wouldn't happen. And instead of creating a positive outcome for myself, I was focusing on this negative outcome and I needed to be able to do something to change that. So I wrote this blog post about how even if I could no longer practice an attorney, be an attorney anymore, I um, still had all of these amazing things. I was still living and breathing and life wasn't over. And I tapped into my experiences in obstacle course racing, where I watched people whose life experiences hadn't turned out the way they wanted, people who were fighting cancer, people who were amputees, people who were blind, and they were out there crushing it, taking away all of their excuses. And I delved into that world for a little bit to remind myself that setbacks happen and that they don't define us, that they allow us to overcome those so that we can define ourselves in a way that is resilient and allows us to create the life that we want. So I wrote this blog post called, But Did You Die? And I sent it to a friend of mine and he says to me, Amber, this is amazing. You can't publish this. And I thought, what do you mean I can't publish it? And he says, this will ruin your law career. Nobody wants to have an attorney that thinks about this stuff. Nobody wants to have an attorney that talks about anxiety and depression. They want to have an attorney that is emotionless and able to fight for them without you know, wondering whether or not that anxiety is going to creep in. Well, we know logically that that's not the way human beings work, right? But if you think about it, when you hire an attorney, when you hire a doctor, you want somebody that you don't have to worry about their emotions getting in the way, or at least so I thought. So I really struggled with this. And I thought, can I put it out anonymously? And I hear Brene Brown in my head, in her TED talk, she says, if courage is a value that I hold, then this is a consequence. And I thought, I can't put this out anonymously. It either goes out with my name on it or it doesn't go out at all. So I hit publish and I waited for the backlash. And instead what I got was 
I suffer from anxiety too. We all have these feelings. And, and this went on and on, these stories of people in professions that they feel like they have to suppress their emotions to serve their clients. And then we get this compassion fatigue and this compassion overload. And I thought, if this is something that so many people struggle from, then why are we not talking about it? It would be another year before I would allow myself to start a podcast because I didn't know what podcasting was. I was still tied up in this identity of an attorney. I didn't know how it would be taken by people in the legal profession, and I didn't want to rub any shoulders the wrong way. And the more that I dug into neurolinguistics programming and the more that I saw the impact that that science was having in my life, helping me reach new levels of success in my business, helping me repair relationships, be a better friend, be a better person, repair my relationship with myself. I realized that this was information that I had to share, that my story from academic focus to believing that was going to solve everything to the quarter life crisis and rebuilding myself and redefining myself, that all of this along the way, I had found resources and information and I had experiences that could help somebody else that was on the same journey. I came across podcasting and I decided I was going to start a podcast. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to do it. I was awful when I first started, but in August of 2019, the More Than Corporate podcast was officially launched. I go back and listen to those episodes and oh my gosh, are they awful. The information's there. They're valuable information-wise. My interviewing skills were awful. My solo episodes were awful. Like There was so much. And I was so thankful that in my very, very first podcast seminar that I went to in the summer of 2018, my podcast coach, Travis Chapel, said to me, make a commitment for how long you're going to do this. How many episodes are you going to release every two weeks? Or I'm sorry, how many episodes are you going to release every week? How um, long are you committing to doing this for? Because there's going to be a time where you are going to want to quit and you need to have that commitment to yourself. So I told myself I was going to publish two episodes per week for two years. That felt like forever back then. And now that I'm at the two-year mark, I look back and it seems like it's gone by in an instant and I'm excited for the next two years. The other thing that he told me, and this is something I really hope you guys take with you after this episode for whatever it is that you're trying to do. He said to me, if you are not embarrassed about your first podcast episode, you waited too long to launch. If you're good at it, you waited too long. The only way you get good at things is by being bad at them and then learning and growing and getting better. Can't do that if you don't start. So what are the things that I have learned over the last 200 episodes? I've learned that Perfect doesn't relate to anybody. I've learned that it's that imperfect human connection that allows other people to be imperfect around you and allows you to have a true human connection where you can both grow. I've learned that interviewing guests, allowing them to tell their story, that you can have this idea of exactly what you want to say and you can be as prepared as you want. And in the end, if you are able to let go of control long enough to allow a conversation to naturally evolve in a way that you, 
you could have never imagined. You'll have a podcast episode that is better than either you or the guest could have imagined. Those are my favorite ones. The podcast episodes where somebody reaches out afterwards and says, I just listened to this podcast and man, it was amazing. Or I've been working on a masterclass. Can you send me this video so that I can send it in? Cause this was perfect. Or man, I didn't know that my message related to so many people the way that you're saying that it does. Those are so powerful. The power of connection. I've had the opportunity to talk to people that I otherwise would have had no business reaching out to. When I was in the very beginning of my entrepreneurial journey, when I just started my law firm, I could never imagine that I would be talking to people like Les Brown, that I would be talking to people like Jordan Harbinger, whose Jordan Harbinger show gets 11 million downloads an episode, that I would be talking to people like James Rosebush, Nancy Reagan's chief of staff. There's so many amazing interviews that I've done that I would never have had the opportunity to connect with these people if I didn't have a platform to help them share their message. And what's that? what that has done in even better than the results that I've gotten from speaking with them. It's the results I've been able to help other people get. When somebody says to me and says, hey, I'm looking for somebody who does this, or I'm looking for a great guest for my podcast. I have all of these people that I've spoken with that I can say, hey, this person will be great for you to connect with. And it's such an amazing feeling when you believe that two people should connect for that. You can just imagine they're going to hit it off and have so many ways to collaborate in the business world. And then you get a message from both of those people that says, Hey, thank you so much for the introduction. There's some amazing things happening because of that. You get to facilitate that by showing up in a place constantly of how can I provide value to others? It doesn't have to be monetary. Connections are an amazing way to create value. And you know, you may have heard the phrase that your network is your net worth. This is proof of that. Connections, being able to be this master connector where you can take two people and you can introduce them to exactly the person that they needed to be. I've had some absolutely mind-blowing conversations. I've pushed myself out of my comfort zone through doing solo episodes, even going back and listening to some of my first episodes where they were so awful. I can see how much I've grown. If you've thought about starting a podcast, if you've thought about starting a blog, if you've thought about writing a book, if you've thought about building a business, if you've thought about doing anything and then you tell yourself, but I don't know how but I don't know what to do next. I don't know who to connect with. I don't know how to make this happen. My point of this episode of the podcast is to tell you that 200 episodes ago, I didn't know any of that either. But you do it and you show up every day and you commit to yourself that this is what you're going to do and this is how long you're going to do it for. And then eventually one day you wake up and you're like, holy crap, I've put in the work and I have the result. And I could have never imagined that it would be as powerful as it is now. Could have never imagined that I'd be speaking on stages about my journey, that people would be asking me to come on their podcast, that I would be co-hosting other people's podcasts. My coaching business was born out of this podcast. I never thought, never intended on creating a business about this podcast. It was supposed to be a passion project, but that passion project 
turned into something that could really add value to others. And then my focus shifted into building a business and speaking and, and training neuro-linguistics programming and helping others have the same transformation that I've been able to have. So this episode, here's what I really hope you take from this. Failure doesn't exist unless you stop trying. There is no failure. There's only feedback. Try things. Be unsuccessful. Learn from them. Try again and do it better. Connection with other people is some of the most important things that you will ever have. True connection. Allow yourself to be imperfect in public. Allow yourself to connect with others. Allow yourself to be real and vulnerable and transparent. Being able to connect other people with each other is incredibly valuable and maybe more valuable than any service that you could provide to them. Competition doesn't exist. Collaboration is so amazing because I'm going to attract different people than another coach might, even if we have the same skill sets. So you should never be afraid to share your message. You should never be afraid to share your resources. You should never be afraid to share your network. Get out of your comfort zone every single day. You've heard me talk about Tough Mudder and the role that that has had in my success. When was the last time you did something for the first time is one of the most powerful statements I've ever had the privilege of hearing. And pushing myself out of my comfort zone physically allowed me to push myself out of my comfort zone emotionally, mentally, and in my career. Get uncomfortable. Surround yourself with people who will push you. I never could have accomplished what I accomplish now without the accountability of other people who were also doing the things that they needed to do to push themselves as hard as I was pushing me. Those times that you wanted to crawl back in your hole, crawl under a blanket and hide from a bad episode or a bad interview or a bad comment on Facebook. And then you realize that there's other people out there who are doing the exact same thing. You have friends that call you that say, hey, get off your ass. Let's do this again. As Brene Brown says in her TED Talk, those people that say, yeah, that sucked. Let's brush you off and get you back in there so you can try again. If the people around you are not like that, one of my favorite sayings was you don't have a circle, you have a cage. I hope that you guys have learned over the last 200 episodes along with me that you have the ability to design the life you've always wanted. You get to surround yourself with the people who can help you do it, gain the tools and resources, information and knowledge that you need to be successful. You need to be willing to fail, the willing to get uncomfortable, and really willing to just have the courage to go out and grab the life you've always wanted. As I can't even begin to put into words the true fulfillment that this podcast has given me over the last 200 episodes. And most importantly, I would have none of it if it wasn't for every single one of you guys who listen, who comment, who share, who suggest guests, who su suggest content. Thank you so much for every episode that you've listened to, every social media post you've shared, every guest you've 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 suggested and every single comment that I've received about how an episode impacted you. If you have any questions about starting a podcast, if you have any questions about getting out of your comfort zone, if you have any questions about where to start, there's a Calendly link underneath this. I'd be happy to jump on a discovery call with you and see what I can do to help you 
start to create the life you've always wanted. I hope you have a fantastic week. We'll talk next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the More Than Corporate Podcast. If anything that was said during this episode resonated with you or provided value in any way, it would mean the world to me if you would head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the More Than Corporate Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. I'm really looking forward to connecting with you. If you'd also like to connect, I've created a Facebook group that is full of amazing people who also make it their mission to live their best life every single day. If that sounds like something that you're interested in. The name of that Facebook group is Success Center. Head over there, request to join, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.